Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. Hope you're good, hope you're well, hope you had a great Halloween last week. And uh, as we enter November, it is getting colder, I swear. I even lit my log burner. It's getting that cold down here on the Kent coast. On today's edition of the Rodcast, in our species section, I'm going to be looking at the Xander. Quite a new breed of fish to our British waters. Some say it's invasive, some say it's a great fish. All I do know is it's great fun hunting and catching them. It's quite a fierce little predator. And some of them do get rather big. So that is the Xander around our rivers and lakes in our species section this week. And on our Tack Along Test feature, last week I spoke about the Achios Fury Reel. When tied in nicely to Halloween, the Achios group have been producing some really good tackle of late and this week I've got my hands on an Achios beach caster which is looking really posh and very nice indeed. It's a three piece continental type beach caster and that is the Achios Fury FX 420 beach caster and I'll let you know how I got on with that when I took it up my old faithful beach on a nice cold day to see if it's going to catch me some whiting or even a codling. So welcome along, one and all, to this week's Rodcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, it's that tackle on test time of day, isn't it? And you remember last week we were talking about the Akios kit and how good their tackles become over the last few months, bringing out lots of new models of reels and in fact some rods. Making waves in the industry, they have been really becoming a popular brand in the last couple of years. That is Akios, A-K-I-O-S is how you spell it. And the guy who runs this company has been working with some of the major brands across the UK and abroad for many, many years. So he should know his stuff. Now today I'm going to be looking at the Akios Fury FX420 Beachcaster. Now last week we spoke about the Fury Reel, uh, which was the fixed ball reel that I loved. It was the chunky fixed ball from Akios, long nose, long casting fixed ball, nice black with a green trim all around it. Well, this is the perfect match for this rod because the rod is a three-piece continental, so it folds away quite nicely. And usually with continental rods, sometimes I find them a little bit floppy and they can be a bit bouncy. They can bounce around in the wind, which would be my main concern when I first got hold of this Akios Fury. But anyway, I opened it up and I put it together. The rod looks on the face of it very, very smart indeed. Black rod looking quite stealth actually, with some nice green trimmings in it and the Akios Fury brand across it in 
bright green, almost a little bit like the monster scratches that we're all familiar with, with the, the big F on the Furies, kind of green scratch marks, green and white logo. There's a couple of these rods. There's the FX Fury 450 and there's an FX 420. I'm going to be looking at the FX 420. Now that is a 14 foot beach caster. So anyway, putting it together, it looked okay. It looked very nice. The three sections certainly fitted in very smoothly and they slid in very nicely. On the face of it, the real seat looks good. It's a Fuji real seat, which I really like. And it's fixed in position but that's fair enough because this is a fixed ball rod and you don't really want to move that real seat up and down this is a nice position it's got just enough length from the actual real seat down to the butt end and i found the foam on this very comfortable to hold the rings on this are fuji rings they're very very nice indeed very nice black rings black whipping with a green sort of whipping in the middle of the ring um, so where the ring goes on you've got the two points which join the rod and that's whipped in black and then it's finished with the green whipping in the middle of that eye which looks really nice actually gives it a kind of good quality feel put it together gave it a little shake around it's got a nice white section at the top but it is a very light rod as well and what i like about it is there's not much waste on the grips you've got the real seat then it goes down probably about two foot down into the butt end and there's plenty enough about eight inches or so the foam to get hold of with your other hand when you're casting which is a good thing it did bounce about a little in my hand i thought well, this could be the problem it says it can cast four to eight ounces which i think is quite a lot for a three-piece rod but the only way to try it as usual was get it up the beach put it together put a weight on it and give it a few throw outs it's really nice actually the rod itself is joined where the butt joins the uh, where the butt joins the midsection. Again, you've got that green whipping, which is really nice. And with the three pieces, the first two pieces, I've got a nice white finish, about six inches of white uh, where you put other part of the rod in, which is nice. So when it's in, you've got that nice green black and then the white banding around it on your joints, which does look very continental. I mean, if you went to Cyprus or Spain, it's the sort of rod you'd see the locals fishing off of the bridges and the piers and maybe in the harbours with big tall long 14 foot rods so i thought i'd take it up to my local beach dungeness when denge marsh beach actually took it up there tide was high which was a nice time to fish a little bit windy i've got to say and the wind was actually behind me so it was giving me a kind of false impression of, of how far this rod would actually cast but um, I could feel that it was quite good when I put the rod together it literally only felt very light and um, they say it only weighs 499 grams which is really good it's sort of half a kilo um, which is a nice weight for a rod of this side when you consider it's 14 foot long half a kilo of weight isn't too bad at all and by the time you put the reel on that balanced quite well it felt good with the reel on it actually so what did i match it with well i put on last week's reel actually Do you remember me testing the fury fx8 reel which is really good now we know that fx8 reel weighs about 670 grams so really with the reel on and the rod you're only looking at just over a kilo of weight which is no problem at all when you've got a 14 foot rod to cast I know the uh, FX8 uh, from Akios uh, has got a 411 ratio, so I know it's going to be quite a fast reel. And it really did match this rod very well, as well as being colour matched, obviously, with the black around the reel and the green colour fitted really nicely on the rod. And they felt good as a pair. So maybe, you know, if you're going to be looking at buying an Akios Fury reel, 
and a rod package would be quite a good match because they tend to be well balanced and they tend to feel good together. Um, I loaded the reel uh, last week so I didn't have to worry there, £50 shock leader on and I started off casting my old faithful 5 ounce weight which has the single running ledger running running trace on. Feeling it, with the rods together it does feel a little bit long for me but then again I'm quite old school. I, 13 foot rods is good for me, 12 foot rods. I was of that ilk of being brought up with 12 foot beach casters so whenever I get hold of a 14 foot rod they do tend to feel to me personally a little bit floppy but what I did love about it is the little bit of effort you need to actually cast this first cast I did really did fly out and the rod loaded the five ounce weight very nice and despite that definite whoosh that you get when you cast these big rods it really did fly out and the first cast I did was just an overhead thump which is ideal for bassing etc and you know when there's whiting around and bass around you don't really have to cast that far anyway but I was curious to see in the winter how far I would like try and cast this rod out if I was to take this up the beach in the middle of sort of January February in the bitter cold winds with a six ounce weight on it and a good tide run would the fury FX420 be up to that well there was a little bit of a wind up when I was up the beach and so I put on a six ounce weight just to try it and it did feel a little bit bouncy and the rod tip tends to be quite thin on these continental rods and that was bending a little bit with that six ounce weight countering that is the actual lever action of the rod so when you cast you don't really need a great deal of effort to send your weight flying out into the surf and if you really try like I tried an off the ground couple of off the ground casts as well and they really do fly out I found the five ounce weight best to fish with this rod the four ounce weight I tried after and that felt good as well so for light fishing maybe in the summertime late summer a bit of sole fishing in the spring maybe um, for flounder and dabs and things like that and that would be ideal with a four ounce weight on it but in reality where I fish tends to be a bit of a tired rip and uh, you need a good five or six ounce minimum weight in order to hold the bottom but this rod really did perform well love the actual lunamous white rod tip which is nice and I didn't fish in the night with it but I'm sure uh, I could see that that would light up quite nice in the light if you put a torch on that. The rod felt good, um, I only caught a few whiting actually, just three or four whiting, not that big so I couldn't really get a feel of how the rod would perform, rather hoping, well bearing in mind I was using a big squid bait and some lugworm, I was rather hoping to either try and hook into a bass or an early codlin, sadly on the day I was at the beach that didn't happen. But I did love the casting action on this. And again with a long rod, tripod rod rest can be a bit of a chore because it seems to be sky high. Um, a lot of rod rests uh, aren't adjustable. I mean you can get adjustable ones where, the, where you put your butts in, they slide up and down which is quite nice. But I haven't got that um, so I had to find myself taking it out of the bottom butt and then just putting it up at an angle so I didn't break my neck looking at the top of the rod. But with the whiting I caught it really felt good. I did feel the fish on there thumping about, I felt the fish diving about which was quite nice and it handled them with ease obviously uh, with the Akios FX8 reel and that's quite a chunky reel to be reeling in small whiting anyway so that wasn't really an issue but I would have loved to have catch obviously a big bass to see how this performs but sadly no bass on the day I was up there but all in all it was a really nice rod to use I tried it with a Paternoster rig as well because again with 14 foot rods it's alright when you've got a one hook trace but when you start looking at a 14 foot rod maybe two or three hook scratch rigs on uh, the traces get a bit longer and I found in the past it can be a little bit cumbersome 
trying to cast a longer trace with two or three hooks on it. But I've got to say, it felt okay. Once you get used to it being 14 foot, and there's a lot of anglers out there that really only buy 14 foot rods these days, they wouldn't know any different. But when you're of the ilk I come from, being used to really whacking out a 12 or a 13 foot beach caster, this is quite a revelation because you don't really need a lot of effort in order to send a bait and your weight flying out into the surf. The rod tip action and bite detection wasn't bad. It was bouncing around a bit in the wind, which I do find some of these um, 14 foot continental rods do do. Bear in mind, keeping your line tight with this sort of rod always helps and it allows you to see the bites a lot better. But it has got quite a bendy tip, so the knocks I got from the whiting could be seen. And I'm sure had I caught anything decent, sadly I didn't, I would have been able to see the bite quite clearly set apart from the wind that was blowing on the day but all in all a really nice rod priced at about 140 quid so you know that's not bad you know um not bad at all for a rod of this ilk it's a kind of mid level if you like the Akios fury good rod you can order them online you can get them from places like bills mail order companies like that buy them online um, and they are very readily available and the price bracket of about 140 quid not bad at all really if you've got 140 quid and you want a good 14 foot beach caster then this rod could well be the one for you that is the Akios Fury FX 420 really nicely put together seems to be of good quality materials and it felt like it would probably last a good amount of time as well unlike a lot of the disposable rods as i call them the cheap continental ones you know you just feel that they're only going to last you three or four years this is well made and i do think it would go on for quite a while and that is the akios fury fx fury 14 foot beach caster from akios uh, I wouldn't say no to keeping it. That is your tackle on test for this week on the Rodcast. Hello and welcome to A to Z of Men, a brand new podcast that helps explain, well, men. Each week, myself, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. We take on a different letter of the alphabet. What? In order? Yeah, in order. We will find a word that best describes men that starts with that letter. So it's basically like a guide. Like a guide, yeah, that's correct. Well, this will really help me explain myself to the wife. We tackle topics such as mental health, stereotypes, and stupid things us men do. Don't forget sex. Oh, and sex. Plus, you can send in your words, stories, and, well, anything to A2Z, it's the number two, A2Z of men at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A2Z of men. So join us each Wednesday as we create the A to Z of men. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well now, it's time to look at a species this week on the podcast. And as the old sea fishing is really at the moment, down to whiting, flounder, maybe early codling, though not quite cold enough for the big cod yet, it's a great time to head back to the rivers and lakes to see if we can catch some autumn predators that are lurking in our rivers and lakes and gravel pits around the UK. And one really interesting fish, which is a great time to fish for at this time of the year, is called the zander. Now this zander is a kind of, you either love it or hate it, it's kind of like the marmite of fish if you like. And it's still a bit of a mystery species really, and it's often persecuted on the sharp end of culling policies as well, particularly in the UK. It is firmly established on many of the rivers and canals and still waters around the UK these days. The reason for this is it was introduced in the early 1960s, and it's rapidly spread since. It's got lots of nicknames called the Zand, the Zander, the Zeds, but these do grow up to be quite big and powerful fish. The current UK-British record stands at 19 pound 5 ounces, but these fish were introduced into the Norfolk and Cambridgeshire fens uh, in the 1960s. The Zander will eat wounded fish or sick fish. It'll also eat healthy fish. It's not fussy. It's quite a fierce predator and it lurks mainly on the bottom of our rivers and lakes and it does like a sandy bottom as well. Lots of these fish are being caught from the Great Ooze Relief Channel in Norfolk and the Xander in their early years of life were an excellent example of a predatory fish. They're not a pike and they're not a cross between a pike and a perch. That's a myth. The Xander are actually slightly related to the pike and the perch and you can see that with their colouring when you get them out of the water. The Xander are different to pike in the sense that it will hunt in packs whereas collectively they will surround a typical shoal of roach or rudd or perch or other small freshwater fish and then start to attack them. Not so in later years because once they grow up a little bit and they get a bit bigger they tend to be a little bit solitary in their hunting. They quite often eat diseased fish or um, dead fish or wounded fish. Maybe there's a fish that's been caught and put back and it's not very well. Maybe a pike's had a bite at a fish. The Xander will scoop them up. It really does like injured fish. So when we come on to talking about how to catch them, we're talking about dead baiting. And the Xander's eyes are really large. They're larger than the pike actually and they have a reflective material just behind the eyeball that helps them get maximum usage. Again they've evolved over the years to be really good hunters and they're often nocturnal feeders best to catch these things at night or just as the sun is setting certainly that's when i've been out hunting for them around the rivers in my time in later years of their life they grow four large incisor teeth which are used to grab their prey 
before turning them and then swallowing them, adapting their diet to most abundant food source available. They're very adaptable fish and they prefer to thrive in coloured water with their eyes. They can see quite well in the muddiest of waters and this is where you really get a good idea of where to catch those zanders in those fast flowing rivers and if there's a bit of a current on the lakes or the gravel pits zander really do like that sort of environment. They particularly like flowing water which is another reason why the Cambridge and Norfolk fen drains have an abundance of these fish. Really good zander fishing up in Norfolk and Cambridgeshire but you can get them all around the UK in all of the waters up and down the UK. But another reason for their good survival rate in these parts of the Great Britain is that the angling clubs who control these stretches of water kind of understand the vital role that these fish play. Therefore, the ecology of all this is all taken into consideration. They understand the vital role that they play. Despite being very efficient predators, they are not hardy. Disliking high water temperatures and suffering from waters with low oxygen. The zander doesn't migrate to go and spawn either. It stays around in its waters here. It's quite happy to be in its home stretch as long as it can spawn and they have no reason to go anywhere else. This is why they're a good fish to catch in the autumn because they spawn in the early, early spring and now about this time of the year they're ready and they're plump to catch. Yearly catches in Europe exceed 10,000 tonnes. In 1963, the Ouse River Authority released 97 zander into the Great Ooze Relief Channel. And then since then, they've spread and they've bred and they've moved right across the country. So how do we catch these critters? Well, the way forward with these is definitely ledgering. Something like a carp rod will probably do. Something 12, 13 foot, just so you've got a bit of reach and a bit of length to play with there. But a lot of people tend to use pike rods and things. I personally think they're a bit heavy. I mean, I catch up to eight, nine, maybe 10 pound carp in my little lake where I fish. And my carp rod handles that really well, allowing me to fill the fish. Okay, you get a good rod bend on, but that's all part of the fun. So I would suggest either a barbel rod for this or even you know, your common garden carp rod would be perfect. And how we do this is we ledger with dead baits. Dead baits, the best dead baits I find are roach for these. They really do tend to love roach and rud. This is because there's plenty of roach around their rivers and lakes and it's kind of like a natural diet for the zander really. Now in the main, although they'll take a fish from its tail or from its head, they mainly take it from the head. So really when you're dead baiting, you don't want a bait that's too big. Some of the frozen baits you can get, the roach tend to be a little bit big. So I quite often love to use sprats. They're a good bait because they're oily and zander are attracted to smell, as well as having great eyes to see in the dark. They do have a good sense of smell as well. A smelly sprat, half a sprat on a line, on your hook is really good. I'm not a lover of treble hooks and in fact a lot of places have banned treble hooks and don't forget it's much better and in some places you have to use barbless hooks as well. And hook size really no more than 1.0, nothing more than size 6 really is the way. So the sort of hook you'd go fishing for carp on would be perfectly good for this. This is why it's quite a nice crossover if you do a bit of carping. There's quite a few techniques from the carp world that we can apply to Zander. For instance, a PVA bag is a good thing to do because they are a fish that scent their prey. 
And if you can use a PVA bag and you're cutting baits in half, quite a good idea often is to put the other half of the bait that you don't use, maybe cut the tail section or whatever, put it in a little PVA bag and then stick that out. Just hook it on your hook and that will soon dissolve down and let the bait away into the river or lake where you're fishing which is a nice little scent trail. Another good thing I use sometimes is a really smelly oil. Some of these commercial oils are really good. Um, I have in the past made some oil as well, sort of pilchard oil, sardine oil, anything that really does smell strong is a good thing to dip your bait in just to give it a little bit of a, a smell. So what we're looking at is 10 to 15 pound line. Um, we're gonna go straight through, possibly with uh, just the end of the line, just put a swivel on, attach, a wire trace and I tend to put a couple of ball shot just the other side some little bullet shots so that sinks that wire trace down to the bottom in the autumn of course you get a lot of leaves and a lot of debris on the bottom of these lakes and rivers and sometimes they can mask the bait a little bit so you want that bait to flop around a little bit just to float above the muddy silt or wherever you're fishing for your zander that can be done by putting a pop-up near your hook. I've actually used little bits of cork before as well. Get a baiting needle, you can push your uh, cork on, and I've even just inserted the cork into your wire trace. If you do it well enough, it will just stay there, just lifting your dead bait off of the bottom of the river or lake where you're fishing. The best way to hook a bait for a zander, I found, is just simple. Just hook the dead bait through the lip and up out the top of its head so it goes into the skull that way you've got a good grip onto your bait. The other way to do this sometimes, I've tried this, is to use like a hair rig on a wire trace with a hair rig. And that way you can put your baiting needle up through, do a loop, pull that back through the fish, put a bait stop on it and sit your hook just free flowing above the fish's mouth, two inches or an inch above, no more than that, just above the actual top of the, the fish's mouth. And that way, and that will go around long ways and when they take the fish head first they'll fold that hook in and then swim off with it and hopefully you'll hook the zander in its jaw so there's a couple of ways to hook your dead baits i prefer the simple way especially when it's at night and at this time of year you don't really want to be fiddling about too much especially if you're fishing at night you just want to put that hook through your dead bait's nose i tend to cut the fish in half because zander don't like a big bait unless you get a really big zander which is quite unusual the average size of a zander in a lot of lakes is five six pounds so they're not a huge fish and therefore their mouth isn't so big as maybe a carp's mouth so by getting half a roach or half a sprat on your hook it increases your chance of actually catching no zander the other way to do this is you can put that on a running ledger so your bait actually runs free and your weight goes up and down your main line. That way when the zander takes your dead bait, there's no resistance. But if you're going to fish straight through, which I do quite often, straight through your 15, maximum 15 pound line onto your wire trace at the end, it's quite a good idea to set your rod with the clutch really loose so that any slight tug will be able to take line without feeling any resistance can leave your bail arm off as well and and that can be a bit risky though especially if the if there's a bit of current before you know it you've got loads of line coming off your rod which is not what you want so by just releasing your drag right lightly so that the slightest tug on that will allow it to take the line 
you can then watch the top of your rod and when you start getting a pull on that or if you're ledgering maybe you could even put a small bobbin fairy liquid bottle on top just in between the first ring and your reel is quite a good one pull that down a bit when that goes up you can quickly unrelease or put your bail arm over and strike but don't rush it Xander can be spooked very quickly strike quite gently and they are as I say quite a delicate fish even though they're kind of strong predator and um, they're quite delicately and they can get spooked easily so the worst thing you want to do is rip that bait right out of their mouth and off they go and you've lost your zander so a little bit of care i know it's quite hard sometimes to stay cool and calm when your rod's going and you know you've got fish on but be gentle with it night time is best so night fishing for zander is the only way forward dusk just about getting dark take a headlight it's all you need really just enough to bait up and that is the best time to catch your zander and that is your species on this week's Rodcast. Good luck. Hope you get some Xander. That's all we've got time for on this week's edition of the Rodcast. Thanks for joining us. It's been lovely to have you along. I hope you've enjoyed it. Do go out and try and catch some of those Xander. They're about and they're plump and they're just prime for catching at the moment in our rivers and lakes and gravel pits all around our UK waters. And go out and try the Akios Beachcaster. Why not? If you've got 149 quid going begging, get yourself down to the tackle shop or online and get an Akios Dan Fine Rod for £149. Don't forget we're out every Thursday on your usual download platforms with fresh episodes every Thursday. Join us again next week and tell your mates to make a day with the Rodcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.